Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. High noon in the District of Columbia on a Scotty's Vodka Red Bull Friday. Have you heard Scotty's doing the ads now? I heard them when I was driving home yesterday from Dulles. Um, Go buy some Scotty's, man. Enjoy your weekend. It's not that complicated. Um, We're all making guesses what the food is that Rooster's bringing in. We've all kind of landed in like a spicy sausage pasta. Does that sound about right? He always likes spicy sausage, huh? He's a sausage guy. 12 inches or bust. Um, Beamish got something great smelling over there. Um, Let's get back to football, though, and stop talking about smells. A lot of these guys have talked. um, Now, the top three aren't going to do anything athletically, period. I don't blame them. They're going to go top three. They've talked about their meetings with the commanders. Um, Landini, I know we've got a bunch of clips from the media sessions this morning. If you want to deal them out, that's cool with me, and then we'll get to this Howard, uh, not Howard, Greg Cosell thing. Um, Let's hear from Drake May, Carolina quarterback. Um, you know, Sam is, uh, shoot, has been a mentor to me in college, and uh, it's one of those things where um, there's a lot bigger problems out there in the world than you know being with one of your best friends in the quarterback room. So I think um, you know it's not it's not awkward for us, and it's just a, just business. That is Drake May being asked about would it be weird if he's drafted to basically replace Sam Howell? No, you get drafted, you go. That's what he said. <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, to me, that's the total truth. Those two would figure it out. It might, whatever, like. Hey, man, sorry. Like, it's not up to me. It is what it is, bro. I, I thought that answer about there's far bigger problems in the world than having to go be with your best friend in the quarterback meeting room. Nailed it. Yeah. Um, I think you're going to like this answer from USC's Heisman Trophy winning quarterback two years ago, Caleb Williams, asked about what, what's going to happen next. Yeah, um, you know it's it's like I've said before, it's familiar. It's it's, it's hometown, um, as everybody knows, and uh, you know it'd be it'd be really cool to, to be back there and, and, and experience that. Um, the the meeting went really well, um, and and um, you know being around those, you know everybody was in the room, so being around everybody, um, you know just getting getting the taste of you know how they are, who they are, because like you said, everything's new there. That's him talking about coming to D.C. Um, I don't think it's going to happen, but I think, Caleb, for all the talk of, you know, what's going to happen, how do we figure this out, like, oh, Caleb's going to, Caleb's not going to go, Caleb's not going to do this, that, he's been totally fine. Yeah. 
He knows to say the right stuff. He's not crazy. And I think people have, have just made way too many generalizations on Caleb Williams. The dude's making $10 million a year living in a penthouse in Beverly Hills in L.A. Like, who cares if he paints his fingernails? I, it's kind of weird. Like, people, I'm not people, into it. People pick anything to act like that's the problem when they they have an ultimate problem that they don't like people. It's totally probably something else, but the whole thing is, let me pick this and make this into a problem. Who gives a damn? Who who in college didn't do something stupid? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, oh, he painted nails and he said F Utah. Who in college didn't do something more stupid than that that's probably judging that young man right now? I I want to I wanna come clean, Landfill. I got to. I try to be authentic. For better or worse, I try to just be myself, right? And well, we know that. And you can come along for the ride or not. You can like it. You can hate it. People tend to land on all, all different platforms. But Brian, I'm going to tell you the truth. W- would it surprise you to know that when I was in college, I went to college when I was 17 years old. Think about that. I, Brian, I'm going to tell you Nothing the truth. Nothing about you would surprise me, Jay. I did some stupid stuff in college. Yeah. Most people did. Landfill, I did stupid stuff frequently in college. And I'll go one step further. I even did stupid stuff after college. But it, you know, Jay. It happens, people. We as adults, we judge everybody based off of where we are at our age. But I would ask this question. Which of those adults did something stupid just about five years ago? We all act like, oh, I would never do nothing like that. And with some kids and an adult, you probably wouldn't. But you've done stupid stuff while you were that same person. But you and you were in college. You probably did way worse than paint your nails and just put F Utah on them. Yep. <laughs> yep. I know Thank I got a lot of phones. It snowed in Louisiana. I threw a lot of snowballs with some rocks in them at certain people. Landfill, J.J. McCarthy. Also met with the commanders. J.J. McCarthy, of course, just won the national title with Michigan. There's a lot of intrigue with J.J. McCarthy. Of all these guys, we know the least about J.J. McCarthy because of the way Michigan ran their offense. Um, You know, I think we know a lot about Williams, Daniels, May. I think, frankly, we know a lot about Penix and Knicks. I don't know what we know about J.J. McCarthy, but he met with the commanders. Just the overall energy, you know, I, it was my first one, so I was like super nervous, I'm not going to lie, and uh, sweating a little bit, and you know, Coach Quinn was just awesome, I got to talk to uh, Mr. Peters right before the meeting, and you know, just a great vibe, very welcoming, and you know, going through the clips and everything, and Coach Cliff Kingsbury was just like, hey, if you get a matchup out here, and you really like it, could you just, you know, switch it to go on the outside and you know, something like, I wish, just little stuff like that. And, uh, you know, it was just great to meet them, great to, you know, talk ball with them, and I had a lot of fun doing it. Had a lot of fun doing it. Um, I don't think J.J. lands in Washington, but I, I ain't closing any doors, Landfill. Mm-hmm. The only door I'm closing is the bathroom door. Now, I thought this was important um, because we played Jordan Reed earlier. If you missed that interview – Go back and listen. Um, Jordan Reed's ESPN draft analyst caught up with him in Indy. And Reed likes May. He likes May ahead of Daniels. I think there are plenty of folks that go the opposite direction, which is really going to make the next two months so intriguing. Um, 
I think when you consider all that there is to figure out, right? Um, I, and I think it's way too simplistic to say, like, oh, one of them's athletic and the other isn't. Because May is athletic. But nobody's, they, both, they both are. But nobody's touching Daniel's level of athleticism. Nah, he can run. Um, Greg Cosell is NFL films. Like, he is NFL films. This dude's been watching film. I know that dude. Yeah, you, he's a Philly well. guy. They're all Philly oh, yeah. guys. And I think he knows what he's talking about when he talks prospects and watching tape. Um, you can follow him at Greg Cosell. NFL Films, he does a million things. The NFL matchup show that airs early on ESPN on Sunday mornings. Um, Greg Cosell talking Jaden Daniels. The progression in his game has been really nice to watch. It's been both incremental and dramatic. Um, He is an explosive, explosive athlete. And as we know in today's NFL, the way coaches look at this, uh, they they look at that now in a – they equate a lot more emphasis to that than they used to. And he is a really dynamic athlete. Um, But he's a relatively refined passer as well. He's really grown in that regard. He's got solid fundamentals and mechanics. He will work from the pocket, Ross. He is not a guy that's going to run out of the pocket automatically. I mean, we saw him with a sense of patience. We saw him working progression reads. Um, You know, I, I would say, look, at times... I would say his vision was blurred at the second and third levels, and he did leave some throws on the field. Um, but then he could compensate for that with his running ability. So you have to figure out, you know, how you feel about all that. And, you know, some coaches will look at that differently. That is what has stood out to me, and I've kind of said it repeatedly. I don't think of him as a runner. Like, he's a pocket passer, and he can run. You yep. run like crazy. But, but I think that. And this is what I've, over my, since 1989, oh Lord, when, when I first started really getting a lot of attention from the league and talking to guys, people are blinded by certain guys' athleticism, okay? When a guy is exceptionally athletic, people automatically assume they can't do the other stuff. And if a guy is just an average athletic guy, I believe that you should always run when you need to, not just because you can. And based off of what I'm listening to Greg say about uh, Jaden is he was trying to do everything he can to do everything from the pocket, but then when nothing, when something broke down, he said, well, hell, I got to go. And I don't mind and, mixing in a design no, run. But I'm saying it wasn't just him saying, oh, I'm going to drop back and run. No, he he did everything the offense entailed until he saw there's no other way. And and the thing about him where, like you heard, you said, people have said, oh, man, all he did was get better. Well, what's wrong with that? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? How the hell can someone improving yearly become a negative? And so far, that has become a negative. To me, the only real issue, uh, issue maybe isn't isn't fair, but remember – Last week or whenever we did it, we went back and read RG3's combine mm-hmm. um, report, strengths, weaknesses, mm-hmm. you know, times, all that stuff. And the one thing that came up with Robert was a little awkward size. You know, Robert was was all muscle, but he just wasn't that it wasn't that strong, wide bodied, right? And 
when he takes hits, it, it looks dramatic. Um, that proved to be the problem. Robert Griffin III was rookie of the year and then blew out his knee. And it was the second time he had blown out his knee. Uh, the concern with Daniels is the size, the hits. Can he sustain his playing style in the NFL? Jaden Daniels spoke on that topic. I mean, I haven't uh, sensed any of that, but uh, I embrace who I am. Um, obviously, I'm not the biggest guy, uh, but, you know, it works for me. And, and what works for me, you know, uh, is I'm not, I can't change it. You know, God blessed me with this frame for a reason, so uh, why go out there and complain about it? The ultimate thing, though, think about it, Jay. We, and these guys have been doing this thing for years, um, Jaden Daniels has an ability to get out of trouble, and I think the ultimate thing is he doesn't have a problem sliding. Now, he's been hit sometimes in, in, in college where you go, oh, wow. But I keep saying this, he gets up. And everybody goes, I know people like say, well, it's the NFL now. Let's be real. The hits are bigger in college than they are in the league right now because in the league, everybody's trying not to go to the ground. Mostly linebackers and defensive backs, they don't want to go to the ground. They try to hit people. They don't wrap up. They just push them to the ground. They stand up the whole game. But in college, they're trying to run through your ass, trying to separate your body. He might have taken bigger hits than he's probably going to take you because at this level, you hit those guys too many times the wrong way, you're probably going to be losing some money or maybe not even be in a playing in a football game. And then the thing, another thing about it, when you get to the pros, what normally can happen for you? You can gain some weight. I'm almost curious. Have we actually, Jeff, see if you can track down. He's, I imagine he's done his measurements. I'm curious if he bulked up at all. Um, I wouldn't, Jaden Daniels, I'm talking about, Jeff. Um, I wouldn't want him to bulk up that much because what do you, what have you told me repeatedly that the best coaches do? Be who you are. They let you be you, right? Yeah, but I don't, if you're drafting that kid at two or three or ten, whatever the hell, you're doing it because of what you saw at LSU. But what and I'm I wouldn't want to fundamentally change that. I wouldn't want that. him to, like, I'm not saying bulk up, okay? You look at the kid, they list him what, two or what? Uh, I'll pull up his LSU listing. If he's then, like, let's say 205, 206. If he goes 210 and 211, that's not bulking up for some. Well, okay. th- think about this. J.J. McCarthy's listed at 6'3", 197. Okay. He's no a one, giraffe. Hey, but hold, hold. This, this is, okay, that's my exact thing. No one has mentioned anything about J.J. McCarthy's size. Well, he hasn't been the runner that Daniels has, and he doesn't He runs the ball occasionally. But he doesn't have the same car wreck looking hits that we've but, seen but, on but, the field. But the thing about it, no one mentions his side. He's 6'3", 190-something. Now, That's hold a on. Jeff, give me that again. Jaden Daniels on, on college football reference is listed at 6'3", 185. You have the official combine measurements? Oh, those wasn't combine measurements. That's what he they got him at LSU, 6'4", 210. Okay. That, that's a lie. Um, I want, unless he's not going to get measured, which James Carville has an all-time line about, but I won't say it because Lanville will get upset. That's according to ESPN, actually. Okay. I still don't believe that. Um, I, I don't know how you get from 6'3", 185 to 6'4", 210. 6'3", 185 could have been the first thing he was ever measured, measured at. Maybe. I mean, he is old. Do you care that he's older? No. Do, but maybe not that he's older. I do think 
Somebody told me this in Indy, and I think this is relevant. With Daniels, he's going to continue to grow and become a better player. In no way does being 23 make that not possible. But Drake May is really young. He's only 21, and I think the stuff that isn't great with him could get better. I think that is... It could get better. It could not get better. My my thing is, the guy is 23 or 21. Who really cares? If you're getting better, what difference does it make? I most, agree with that. Most guys don't play 20 years like Tom Brady. Most Daniels, guys play 10, 15 years. Daniels just has far more experience. So I wonder if, say, Drake stayed in college another two years like Daniels and transferred to a program, whatever, like he could have a season like that. We don't know. You can't close the door on that. You know, Jay, this is, this is what I, I hear every year, okay? There's a guy that come out who had an exceptional year, and everybody tries to find everything that's wrong with him. There's another guy that comes out every year that did not have an exceptional year, and people always try to find out the one or two things that he does absolutely great. Jaden Day is not facing nothing that no one else has ever, ever faced. The guy had a spectacular year, won the Heisman, just like Joe Burrow did. Joe Burrow did not get dissected like this. Sure. Okay? Joe Burrow is no bigger than him. And did not have no great of a college career than he did. He did exactly what Joe did, but for some reason he's being scrutinized. They won a national title and didn't lose any games. Okay. That's different. Still, Joe Burrow's team is better than Jaden Daniels' team. Sure. Also, on top of that. But they both had great years at the end of their career and transferred from other schools. Joe didn't go through all this. This kid is going through all this. And it's... Why? I because think it's kind of natural. I mean, the, it, 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 it's it, not quarterbacks. It's, it's natural in a sense. But Burrow had just come off the most impressive season a college hey, quarterback had put together in uh, years. Uh, Charlie Ward won the Heisman Trophy and didn't get drafted. So, uh, listen. That's 25 years ago. It don't make a difference. It's still it's the same NFL with the same mindsets that are doing things. Let's be real, man. This kid is no more a problem because of his size as any damn body else that came out of school at this size. But we always find ways to try and knock a guy and not knock everybody else. Are you? Do you think it's a race thing? Is that it's, what you're saying? It's 100,000% a race thing. Specific with Drake? Even though a black – Caleb's going to go first. Caleb's going first. But you, you still, when you try to dissect those two, because we're not we're not even much we, – we don't even put Drake and, and, uh, and Daniels in the same – atmosphere with, with Caleb. Caleb is going number one. We all say that already. Right. Now the people that are competing, if Drake had any ability to be number one, we'll start seeing the same type of thing too. Because with Caleb, as although he's been considered the overall number one, he paints his fingernails. He dresses weird. They still try to, you're still trying to find, people are still trying to find little things to knickknack that you don't pick with the other guys at. But let's be real. Drake May is a damn good player. He's very athletic. I would not sit up here ever and say he's right. not athletic. That's the problem is May is also really an elite prospect. Too. He's an elite prospect, but May, his his career was going the other direction as he was going through college. It wasn't ascending, ascending, it was descending. No one discusses that. So the whole thing about it is, man, listen, I've been in the media for for well over 30 years. People say things, and they, it, it, some things roll off the tongue because, you know what, that's the only way some people can think. They don't know another way. And if they never get it presented to them, they don't understand that. 
there are a lot of biases that comes in this sport, in, in, in the profession that we do. And they don't even understand it. Why? Because it's what happens every day. And sometimes you got to be called on it. That Listen, man, this kid last year was outstanding. Burrow did the same thing, had one outstanding year. Went and everybody, it's the greatest thing ever since I spread. I didn't see him being dissected the same way. So, yes, it has a lot to do with that. I think Burrow, the comp would be the Caleb comp this year. That he's, everybody's like, yeah, he's going one. We're picking apart everybody behind them. Here's what we got to do. We got we got to do a number of things here. Um, I, I need to thank my friend Nate. Uh, he's going to get me a whole bunch of Celsius. I appreciate you, Nate. We also need to give away some tickets. Caller number 10. I'm ready to beat Nate to that. We're, we're swimming in Celsius, baby. He's also going to bring us lunch. Caller number 10 right now, 800-636-1067. You can win two tickets to see Ari Shafir Saturday, April 27th at Capital Turnaround. Tickets are on sale this Friday. For tickets and more event information, visit fandc.com slash events. John Kime joins us. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Next. Finley, 1067 The Fam. Night at the Roxbury. I was like, Emilio! Right now, joining the program is our good friend, Mr. John Kime. Of course, ESPN Commander's Insider. You can follow him at John Kime or make sure you download and listen and watch on YouTube the John Kime Report. Johnny, what up, man? What up, guys? How are you? What up, Jay? Uh, we're good, dude. It's um, kind of quarterback mania here. Um, kind of? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, let's start with something else because Lord knows we'll get to it. What do you think they need to do top of, of priority list in free agency? And what do you actually expect them to do? <clears throat> well, I think what they need to do is find some – veteran defensive ends, right? And because it's going to be hard to fill everything you need in the draft. And that doesn't mean you have to go out and be crazy, but you need to get some solid starting defensive ends. And so I think that's something I think also, what is your plan for the offensive line? Like, how do you see that group? Um, You know, Bobby Johnson coached Nick Gates in New York. Does he see a future for him here based on what he knows and what he saw, like when he came back in? Or do you move on? Because if you move on, do you have a center? You have to then go get a center. How do you view Andrew Wiley? Would you rather him play guard? So then you'd need another tackle and Charles Leno. So then I think you're going to draft at least one of them. But it's hard to find, like, you can't draft 
two defensive ends and then two tackles or whatever, and then expect them to go in and start right away. It's just, it's very difficult. So I think I'd get that solidified. And that's where I want to build is you're going to need defense because you, they don't have any starting defensive ends on the roster signed when the new league year starts. That's crazy. You've got to find somebody. So I think that's, to me, is a big, big priority. And then, then how do you prioritize Cam Curl? Where, mm. where do you, how do you see his value? Um, so I think that's another one as well. To right. keep Cam, do you think they have to get that done by March 10th, kind of before the league year opens, before the tampering period opens? Um, I think I'm – I probably, but – because you know how it is too. Like once a, t- a lot of times, once guys hit that market, in their minds are kind of gone. Um, but, you know, what is his value? And I don't know that his value, like, he's not considered a, I think he's one of the better safeties available in free agency, but he's not considered a top 10, top 15 type safety either. I, right. So, so I think, you know, if you want to let him test the market, I think you can still be okay. Cause I don't think people spend big for playmakers and, we, I think we all agree Cam is a good player. He's a good, solid player. But last interception was in 2020. And I think, like, to me, his value is he can do multiple things for you. I think he's a glue guy in the back of that defensive backfield. And I think he's a smart player where he needs to be, and he takes plays away. But to the big money goes to the playmaker. So, you know, I think if if he wants to see his value, you might just say, like, well, this is how we, you know, analytically, this is where they see the value of him. And if it doesn't match with what he wants, you can let him try it and just either just say, hey, you get something, we'll match it if you want to test your value. But I, So I don't know that they have to get it done because I don't think we're talking about a money-breaking situation for him somewhere else. And if it is, then you might just say, well, then, you know, that's not how analytically you, you know, when you're building a roster, how you see it. Don't you run a risk in that, though, if you <clears> – <throat> You allow him to go because in free agency, people normally overpay for things. They do, but but again, I think when you're going to overpay, I think it's going to be for guys who are playmakers. And now, if you see him as having that potential and you use him in a certain way, that's different. But I so I think you know yes, that is there is a risk in that. But if you know, and I, listen, I, I would make him a good offer before you get to that point. So I'm not. I I would certainly attempt to sign him, but I don't think it's an automatic that he's gone if he gets out there either. Um, so, you know, but it, again, you know this, like sometimes guys get out there and it's like, you know, once you're out there, eventually yeah, maybe you're just gone. For and, sure. Yeah. And, that, and that's, the, that's the risk because I would want him back. And based on the way they talk, you know this, Jake, you, they like him. I mean, they sure. should. He's a What's good not player. to like? He's a great right. kid, he's a, really good tackler. Yeah. Like, yeah. He can cut. Like, he he's a guy who can also cover for you too. And is he a lead man? No, but he's a good cover guy. When a tight end, he can take. So I think there's, and I think when you have like guys like you know him and Quan Martin and Derek Forrest, you have the makings of a good um, safety rotation there. So I would do what I can, but I'm not going to go. I'm not just going to say if he if he wants like 15, 15 or more per year. I don't think you're going to get that here. So if that's what he wants and you're not going to get it, then you're going to let him test the market and see. But you have to be willing. I mean, you know this, like with the price, you have to say this is the price. And if, you, if you're if you not going to hit it, you've got to be willing to 
let him walk um, and not yeah. overpay just to keep him either. But I would, I value that guy. I think he's a good player for you. And I think they see that as well, but I think it's going to be like how much, what, how does he see himself? Um, and what does he think he can get but out there? I want the world to know. And Danny Frank specifically, we just did eight minutes of non quarterback. actual well, I'm, free asking, agent I'm, asking my quarter, I'm asking about non quarterback again. All right. We know that the quarterback position is the most important. And we talked, we we start talking, and if you really pay attention, this team needs a lot. Okay, yeah. So, what yeah. is most important after the quarterback to be able to stay on the right track to get this thing back to where many of us don't even remember? Some of us do. <laughs> Honestly, like this will sound like a wishy-washy answer. They just need more really good players. Like I don't, I'm not. I, I mean, obviously, you know, you have to fix the lines. Like every, we know that. But, you know, you just – you need some guys who can elevate to an elite level. They just don't have enough of those guys. So um, – but, I mean, I, you know, I think – because with offensive line, like, you've got to improve the line, right? But you can also, like – I think you can improve the line, too, through some by scheme, some by how you call plays, some by, you know, quarterback decision-making. It's not just about getting five – you know, three number one picks up, up in the line – there's other factors there, but you've got to improve that. And so get, you know, if you can find a really good tackle, either side, get me a good, get me a really good tackle. Mm-hmm. Um, get me some good ends. And again, just, but get some, they just need some good, really high end young talent. And they have a chance to do that in this draft. And that's the other, you, know, you go back to the quarterback situation. Like if you trade back because you think JJ McCarthy or, or Bo Nix or, or Michael Penix is close enough to the top guys, you can then fortify in other areas and just add even more young talent. Then, you know, maybe you put yourself in a, in a different spot, but um, that's, you know, but I, but yeah, so I don't know if there's, if they draft, if they drafted a, a high end tackle, let's say they trade back, they draft a high end tackle. Perfect. I'm all for that. But if you trade back and you get Brock Bowers, okay. He can be a high level player, right? I mean, guys just think they need guys who can ascend sure. to a certain level um, and, and, you know, um, I mean, yes, everything starts up front, but I think just get me some more high-end guys. Yeah, dude, you need more blue chips. Um, mm-hmm. Do you – we can be quick on this one because then we'll get to QB mania, but this is almost 10 full minutes of non-quarterback talk. I <laughs> believe Adam Peters when he says they're not going to go crazy in free agency. Yeah. Um, I also agree with you that they've got to add at least one, probably two kind of veteran pass rushers. Do you think they're going to be shopping in the kind of the like – Bud Dupree, Brandon Graham, Derek Barnett part of the store. Like, I, I don't think they're going after Josh Allen. I don't think uh, Brian Burns no. is getting to the market. Like, I, I think they're going to be looking for somebody kind of under 10 mil on a short-term deal. I think, I think if you go to Target over that period, you might see them shopping there. So, yeah, like, okay. that's the, you know what I mean? Like, that, that kind of level, you're not – I don't – I think that second wave of frenzy is where you start to find the value. And I think it's – it seems like like that's kind of what up in Peter's wheelhouse. Yeah, I agree. Like you're not going to spend crazy because here's the other thing we've seen here. The, and it's funny because every year you're, you know, you get to the season and people say, Oh, they shouldn't have spent that much for this guy. And then you get to the first day of free agency and people freak out if they don't spend right. a gazillion dollars. Spend all the money. Damn it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but I think it's more like you don't, you know, I'm not going to spend on guys over 30 years old 
too much because I just don't know that the value is there. Unless it's a one-year deal and you want a guy like, hey, like this guy, bring him in for the leadership type, right? You know, um, and I think like that's where you could get some value, but a one-year deal. But I do, it'll be like that, that, that solid defensive end who's not going to break the bank because your defensive building blocks are still those two tackles. Right. And, you know who I love? Uh, and that, yeah, and I'll, and I'll get a linebacker next to Jamin that, and I think you could have something nice. Veteran, veteran linebacker to, yeah, to kind yeah. of take command of that unit. Um, I, I like that kid Van Ginkle out of Miami. He's cheap. He's young. He, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Um. All right. Yeah. QB mania. Sure seems like it's going to be Caleb at one. All signs are pointing towards that. Assuming that's where it is, I'm going to give you should and will. What should the Commanders do it to? What will the Commanders do it to? Well, again, I and. It, again, wishy-washy, but what they should do is take the guy they like. I mean, it's, it's that simple. Now, which of those guys is it? And I think here's the problem. You know this from being out there. Like, you ask guys about both these quarterbacks, Mayor Daniels, and it's going to be we can look at the same thing, same game, and see something different that right. stands out in a good or a bad way for both of them. So, you know, there are definitely some days where I'm like, I think Jaden Daniels will be the guy. Because you hear Dan Quinn talk about game changer. Well, of course, yeah. I mean, and you see like some of the skills that he has and um, how like that can be really electrifying and it can be, you know, he throws a really nice deep ball that they value that. And then you look at May and say like that prototypical size. So like some days, like in, mo- in the box, I picked, I put Drake May there because that that prototypical size, and not just because of that, because he does have other skills sure. that you can say, okay, but then you see way too much inconsistency with him. Yep. And, you know, and with Daniels, though, I'm afraid, like, how, what's his, is he going to be durable in this league? So, you know, I think, um, I guess it just depends. Like, some days I say what I think they might do is take May, and some, some days I'd say they should take Daniels, and then the next day it's reversed. Yeah, dude. I just think it's that I think it's that close. And, again, I don't mean to, like, wimp out on the answer, but um, – Well, you I are, also, John. You're still <laughs> wimping out on the damn answer. Yeah, but here's the, other, here's the other thing. Here's the other thing, though. Like, you know this, JP, too. Like, if I say they got to take this guy, then if they don't, then people are like, why are you you're criticizing this guy because you said they should have taken the other guy? Yeah, and, but you guys not worried about what people reporter, saying. They do don't job. know yet. Well, but as a, but as a as a reporter, I you know it's like you're supposed to be, but you know, but having said that, like again, some days I look at it and say Jaden Daniels, like that that's the guy. It's just that I have like I have enough concerns about both that if they have the concerns, then I would take the other. Like again, Drake May, the inconsistency with him, and um, why is that? Right. Why is that? Right. Um, and, and so I, I just think like right now, I probably still lean toward him. I'm not quite sure why sometimes, but I, I you know, and I think if I were satisfied, like with May, the, the, it's not the height. He obviously has it, but, the, but can he play at his style at that weight? What's, is that, how big a difference is that? But like, there's a lot to like about that kid, and you know, and uh, we got we got to run, Johnny. There's a I light have a hard time going away from him sometimes. I, I don't blame right. you. There's a lot to like about both. Um, you know, whatever they do, I think most of the city is going to be happy about. Thank you, dude. Everybody, check out the John Kime report. Hi, right, Jay. Be cool, brother. See you, Johnny. Uh, that's our boy John Kime. Make sure you give him a follow on X and Instagram. Chris Russell is late. We'll explore. No, he's not. He's here. Um.
The rooster in the Bruce, building. Bruce, give us a little move, man. Dance a little bit off of that, dog. Yeah. Who do you think sings this, Rooster? We tried this the last time. I had no idea, and I still don't know. Well, just give us your best guess. Big Scotty. <laughs> it is a Scotty's Vodka Red Bull Friday. Turn it up a little. There Turn that go. Big Scotty up, Landfill. Little GV. I don't know. Little who? I, there's a bunch of Has Jeff singers, said, rappers, uh, performers, he, Lil he, he, something. You said GB? GV, I think. Uh, what did I say? GB? Yeah, you said GB. I never I heard of GB. I don't know what you I said. I don't know. I was just making things up. <laughs> I wanted to start, Rooster, by thanking you. You're welcome. I, I got home last night. I I went to uh, pack a lunch this morning. There's only, like, when I'm out of town, my wife just eats like a bird. There's like two vegetables and uh, and a string of cheese available. So I had no lunch options. I said to the boys, because they went and got breakfast this morning and I was like all right if y'all got breakfast bagels you're probably not going to want lunch they said no nah, we're still in for lunch but rooster's supposed to hook it up and sure enough this feels like fresh food not five days old uh it, it tastes good and honestly at this at this office we'll call it just bringing plates uh-huh. really goes a long way. So thank, thank you. you, Rooster. You're welcome. Uh, glad I could. And I waited specifically. It should be duly noted that I waited specifically for today because I knew you would be back from Indianapolis. God, See, God I take you. into account my coworkers' emotions and feelings. Well, it, you know, before you throw yourself a parade, Brian's not eating pasta right now. <laughs> you don't like it? I'm good. No, oh, no. You, oh, you don't like pasta or no, no, pasta no. too I'm many just, carbs? I'm just doing something yeah. right That's okay. Now. I'm just saying, so you didn't really take Beamish's emotions. Well, I, I'm good. I'm good. No, Listen, I think he's pissed. I'm a sausage guy. I didn't I didn't know whatever B's, you know, thing about pasta or whatever is. It's fun. Everybody But uh, he, he it, knows I'm gonna take care of me. So I'm always now, me But he but here's the thing. It is a little bit. It is a little bit of an ode to Brian Mitchell because there Spiciness. is some spice yeah. and it's I'm, like I'm, a I'm spicy a tomato it, sauce. I'm going to get a taste of it. Right. It's good, dude. And you know what it's I got? I want to say it's good. Thank you. I appreciate it. You know what it's got? Chorizo. Have you Ooh. ever had chorizo? Oh, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, chorizo is like the most flavorful sausage that you can. I mean, it's like sausage. I made some Italian sausage. You listen to this, Jeff? Now, he said that turned down for what was made by Lil GB. I, I or, have a really, Scotty. really, really hard time Lil who? staying away Lil from Lil Big Scotty. Uh, there, there's like a million performers that he, are named Lil, Lil something. No, no, and who is Lil GB? I don't know. And, the and, biggest and, sausage and, 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 Big in the party. Big Scotty, Big Scotty. Rooster. And you're right. Scotty's vodka, vodka is terrific. I mean, I'm not a vodka guy. Maybe and you should be. I got... I don't know, three different free bottles of Scotty's. I'm a and sausage guy. And I'm going to have some tonight do you while prefer, I pass out to the Caps game. Do you prefer sausage to vodka? You like the D, I like sausage. <laughs> I think that answers it all. <laughs> um, Landfill and Jeff, what the hell? We'll go around the horn here. Remember earlier this morning we all talked about how easy our commutes were? Yes. Friday in the DMV, nobody goes to work. So the commutes on Friday are pretty easy, right, Brian? Yeah. Guess who had a rough commute today? <laughs> the other guy that complains more than you? The guy whose show starts at 2 o'clock. Rooster, what was wrong today, pal? Um, Lots of construction trucks. I don't know what they're doing. Get out of the way! Damn it. How long did it take you to get in here? An hour and ten minutes. Can I ask just briefly how you feel about the physical location of this office? Um, I hate it. Why? 
It's so easy to get to. I mean, when it's I, not a natural when bottleneck from every possible okay, direction. So here's how old I am and how long I've been around. Not, a, not as long as others. But when I first started 106.7 before I put a dagger in CK's back yeah. two days before training camp yeah. uh, for Mike Shanahan and went wow. to 980, then wow. a fierce competitor, I started at 106.7. The, the station was located in Fairfax, yeah. That was great because I, I was that. at the time living in Fredericksburg and it was only like 41 miles, which still sucked and it would still take you plenty of time, but way better than in D.C. or in Landover or Lanham or wherever the hell the station went after that. Or even in Rockville where Chuck Sapienza would make me drive to because he would be pissed at me uh, during the offseason uh, that I would be breaking stories on his behalf and... Uh, Tony Wiley and, uh, and and Mitch Gershman would be calling and crying and whining and complaining that I was getting unfair advantages. Well, screw all of you. Imagine this. So that's why you dummy seventy miles to Rockville. Think you can get from Fredericksburg to Fairfax quicker than you get from where you live now to here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Now, so that Fredericksburg to Fairfax, that's hell. Well, Fredericksburg, depending anywhere. on what time you <laughs> depending on what time you would go. It, I mean, it would still take you an hour or whatever. Where do you live but, now, Ashburn? Uh, South Riding. South, so just past that. Yeah. Like 37 miles. You're very, you could just round. You, you've you now mentioned 41 miles and 37 miles. All these Every things are roughly 40 miles. Every mile makes a difference, JP. Now, I haven't taken a ruler to this thing, <laughs> but it's at least 12 inches. Um, That's for, what they all say. Stizzle. Um, your current commute. God, it's hot in here. Yeah, it's freaking drab. Um, it, it's 37 miles. Yeah, maybe they should spend a little more time a little less time looking at boobs on the internet or whatever they've been doing the last couple of mornings and raise the raise the air conditioning. Just in case I, was, I wasn't I was going to say it this time, uh-huh. Rooster remains the horniest dude on the internet. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? I Have you listened to the junkies? Oh, you were in Indianapolis yesterday. Some no, drunk, yeah. horny woman. And, and then I saw just on the way some, like, uh, some poll on their t- Twitter feed about, you know, women with big boobs. Um... Okay. I'm just telling you what is out there. Maybe they should spend a little more time on the air conditioning than on boobs. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> did you Wrong. Did you listen Wrong. to our program this morning, Wrong. Chris? Uh, I, I listened Wrong. on the way in. Okay, Wrong. well, this is a very relevant Wrong. question. Um, do you like a good bang? Uh, it's an energy drink, dog. Y- y- yeah, as long as it's sugar-free. <laughs> Banger. Hey. Banger. Well, you get all flushed. Yeah. <laughs> here. Tot here, B. Tot here. B. Mitch is now, you tried the pasta, right? Yeah, it's good. What'd it's you right? think? I think it's good. All right, thanks. Yeah, well, I, I just, I got the meat sauce off of it. Yeah. Scale of one to ten. I give him about eight and it's a half. It's okay. I mean, listen, it's I'm solid. not telling you it's exquisite or anything like that. I mean, I'm just, just trying to, eight and a half. I'm just trying, trying, trying to provide damn, a little uh, free lunch to my, my, my friends we're, and my compatriots. We're saying thank you. Yeah, no, I'll give you eight and a half. That's damn good. I know, I know. I'm saying I'm not looking for a nine or a ten or anything How many hours of QB mania are you about to do? Well, um, starting at two, I guess, right? Starting is, at two. Is that the right. whole bit? Uh, that would make one, two. Two, two hours of but, QB But then there's a bonus hour and be, before that. that Only uh, available you know, on the podcast? Only available on the Odyssey app. On the Odyssey app. Roost, if I kept you here mm-hmm. past one o'clock, would you stay? Matt would have a connection. I'm not worried about Matt. I'm wondering what you would do. Sure. That's my guy. <laughs> Thank sure. you for lunch, I love man. you guys. Yo, what See is ya. the 621 for in WrestleMania 621? Uh, it's my kids' birthdays. Oh, uh, okay. 06 I, and 21. May 6th and June 20, 
I, I like that because Landfill had a theory that it was the Buffalo area code. I've since looked it up. He it's was the so wrong. 716. Landfill, as usual, is a complete dum dum. 621 is the Houston area code. Uh, I think 610 is Houston. Wrong. But whatever. It's not Buffalo. Wrong. I can tell you that. 610 is uh, wrong. 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 621 is Houston. Okay. Wrong. Fact. All right, Bruce. Good See luck. See you at two. That's new. That's our guy, Chris Russell. Brought in lunch. Ask B. Mitch anything next. Phone lines are open. 800-636-1067. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.